Episode 2 of Sullying the Lad, The Big Duck. This week's episode we'll be talking about manifestations, bedtime routines, New Year's resolutions, motivation planning and much more, as well as Chris's Big Duck and the Lincolnshire Massive. We hope you enjoy it. Thanks for listening. Shall we get started then? Let's get started. Are you ready? Have you got a cup of tea? Um, I've just had a cup of tea. Good man. Well, I haven't had a cup of tea. That's why I sound husky and sexy and manly, I think. <laughs> so, um, yes, welcome to episode two of Sullying the Lad, Mr. Sullivan. Hello. For the listeners who listened before, you obviously know who Chris is and hopefully know who I am, but you just want to briefly, quickly say who you are, just in case we've got any new people on. Yeah, my name's um, Chris O'Sullivan and I am the owner of um, Grizzly's Male Hair Salon in Horsham. Best haircut in the South. Best haircut in the South. <laughs> We're up for another award <laughs> soon as well. I'm just going to chuck that in there. We're up for another award on the 25th, the one we won last year. So um, for Best Male Grooming Salon Barbershop in England, um, we are up for the same award again. Um, it's a virtual award this time, obviously, on the 25th, but... You virtually win nothing. Virtually, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. I've, I've virtually won Best Virtual PT Award. But Did you? I haven't won. No, I haven't. <laughs> <laughs> I just think if I keep saying that I have, someone somewhere might listen and award me. Well, yeah, that's reason. how it all starts, mate. That's how, that's how things start to happen. That's what we were going to do today. We talk about manifestations and positivity and planning. So I think that'll be, if I manifest that I've won an award for online personal training, that could work, couldn't it? It could. Could work. Or maybe not. I don't know. <laughs> it, well, yeah. You got to believe it first. No, none of that doubt in business. No. Well, we'll get into that shortly. <laughs> I think one thing I've got to do, um, which I've realised from the last recording we made, yeah, is stop saying the word um a lot. And I also sniff at the end of every sentence I say, I talk and then go. Do you? I didn't <laughs> notice that. I never noticed it till I listened to the recording. Now, you say um and and. Your, th- your catchphrase is um and. And mine is, <laughs> mine is um and. <laughs> Do you know? Do you know why we say? Do you know why we do um and and? Do you know why that happens? Go on, enlighten us. It's to literally just give yourself a pause to gather your thoughts. Oh, is it better to not just talk? I suppose you could just talk and leave a gap like that. Do you see what I did there? I didn't yeah. say um. I just went like that. We'll try and do that this time, eh? Well. This is what I did last time. I spent about three hours editing out the word um. <laughs> I got really good at spotting it in a wave file. I was like, there's an um, there's an um, there's an um. Mute, mute. Uh, so, yeah, it was good. Um, I was really pleased with our first episode and got some really, really nice feedback. And I've got, I've got some surprise feedback that you're going to really like. I don't know if you remember a sort of 
about halfway through sort of heading towards the, the, the final straight, as it were, yeah. we gave a shout out to Jeff the Bellend in Lincolnshire. <laughs> yeah. Well, I've had a message through from yeah. Jeff in Lincolnshire. Yeah. And he said, give him another shout out. And yes, he is a total Bellend. So All right. thank you for listening. If you're listening again, Jeff, this is for you today. Yes, you are a Bellend. And thank you for listening. So well done, Jeff. Congrats, Jeff. Two shout outs in the first two episodes. That's amazing. And we do seem to be we've we've kind of struck a chord in the Lincolnshire area. Um yeah. <laughs> so we might have to give a shout out to the Lincolnshire Massive. Um yeah. we've got another listener called Hannah, Hannah Burrows from Lincolnshire. Uh she gave me some really nice feedback about our podcast. Oh yeah. She's actually a black belt level in podcasts. She just listens to podcasts all the time. Right. Um, so to get her uh, appraisal and approval was a really good thing. It's quite kind of big news in the sullying the lad world. And uh, she also highlighted something which could help our popularity. Yeah. Um, obviously, we're both, well, I'm over 40 and you're rumbling on towards 40. But she highlighted if we want to be cool and down with the kids, right. instead of saying 100%, we both say 100% a lot. Instead of saying that, we need to say Hundy PC. Hundy PC. I'm going to have to write that down. Hundy PC. Write that down. I think everyone everywhere should start incorporating Hundy PC. Hundy PC. Okay. You got on, have you got a mic today? No, but I've got a new phone. Does it sound better? You sound a lot better today. No, that's good. You sound, you sound like you've got a make-me-sound-cool-and-manly filter on your voice. Yeah. Got a new phone, maybe it's the phone. I've got a problem my end with my microphone, something I haven't had, had for years. Happened to me a couple of times in my early 20s, but I've got Brewer's Droop on my mic at the moment. <laughs> it keeps slowly <laughs> drooping down. So I might end up lying on the floor in a minute. So if my voice goes a bit lazy, it's because I'm just lying next to my mic, but hopefully it'll be all right. So how's your day been? What have you been doing so far? Uh, not much this morning, mate. Um, I actually, do you know what? I, um, I've been trying to meditate for a long time. Okay. Ooh. This is leads on to what I've been doing this morning. Cause I've actually been doing bugger all, um, which doesn't happen very often, but, um, I've really been trying to meditate and I, I find it really hard to get rid of, uh, all, all thoughts in my head. Um, and I know it's something that can really help, um, meditation. I'm not, I'm not one to relax very often. Um, so I know that it can really help with that, help with your spirituality and everything, help with your health and, and all sorts, you know, just be able to pause. So I've really been trying to do it. Handy PC. Last night at about half 10, I was like, right, I'm going to really, really try. So I put on like a, one of those lead ones, you know, so um, talks you through it. And, it, you know, it's just breathing, you know, breathing in for four breaths, hold it for a bit, breathe out for for eight seconds kind of thing yeah and um to just concentrate on warmth going through your body and i've done these things before but for some reason it just worked mate and i felt so cushy like well, my whole body went super super heavy um and i was so mellow and it was the nicest feeling and off the back of that i slept so well i couldn't get out of bed this morning it doesn't happen to me normally the kids like you know with with covid and stuff it's been a little bit worse yeah, normally I'm up with the kids at 6, 6.30, and I just couldn't get out of bed this morning. I was so chilled and relaxed. So I feel quite refreshed. I feel in a much uh, much better place today. 
Is that the first time you've tried it? No, I've tried meditating loads before, mate, but it's never worked. I could not get stuff out of my brain. I've never got to a point where I felt chilled or relaxed. I definitely, it definitely worked this time because I had moments where I kind of almost forgot where I was. And, and like I say, just my body felt so heavy and chilled and, and comfy and like um, it was a really nice experience. And did you find your senses felt a bit heightened like if you just sit and listen you suddenly become aware of really subtle noises in the background around you yeah definitely i mean it was it was quiet anyway but i could literally hear hear everything um i quite this is a bit weird but i quite often get like um it people would say it's like tinnitus but like a high-pitched sound in my in my ears and i got that quite a few times and i know that's it can do with your vibration and you're a bit heightened in your senses and stuff. So yeah, I had that experience a few times as well. You sure? You sure it wasn't the missus? <laughs> no, no. Do you, I couldn't hear her snoring though, so it, it definitely worked. <laughs> no, not sure you should tell the world your wife's a snore on here, but hey, that's good. That's really good. No, a lot of people don't. I mean, it's really hard because we're constantly bombarded with media and social media. Yeah. Obviously, there's. At the moment, things are really hard for everybody because we're just constantly bombarded with the COVID uh, situation. And people are on their phones constantly looking at social media as well and watching Netflix. And But to switch off and actually just be calm in your thoughts is actually really, really difficult. But it's if really you do hard. it, it's so beneficial. You imagine if you do that every day for 10, 15 minutes, imagine how you'd feel in 30 days. Yeah, I've got to, I've got to make it part of my routine now you know and I'm not a very good sleeper either I'm a, I'm a terrible sleeper and it, it definitely helped me sleep so I think yeah. doing it at night when everyone else is asleep really helped me the weird thing is um you don't you know I was in a state of complete rest I would say you know quite a, it was a peaceful place to be but um, I didn't fall asleep, which I thought I would. I thought it would make me fall asleep. But I think because you're concentrating on your your breath, I don't know. It's weird. It's almost trance-like, you know. Um, but then I after, and you know, I kind of like came, bring myself back into the room. I did sleep ridiculously well, which is unheard of for me. So that's great. I mean, to get that off one session, imagine like you say, if you do that every day. Do you have like um? But we want to talk about planning. Yeah, obviously today and manifestations and mindset sure. and challenging yourself, pushing yourself out of your comfort zone. Yeah, but I just want to, off the back of that, talk about obviously meditating for one day and the difference it's made to you. Mm. Imagine how you'd feel if you did that for thirty days. Yeah, do you think? Imagine if you could get to the point where you can switch off from your thoughts when you've done It'd it enough. So yeah, that you can do that constantly. But imagine how much that sleeps. But what I wanted to talk about in that. Part of that in, in the planning aspect is everyone has a daily routine and people normally have a morning routine. They get up, they eat breakfast, shower, get dressed, do their thing. But so many people don't have a bedtime routine. No, um, true. And I think, I think it's quite often a lot of people, and me included, so many people have sleeping problems because they don't have a routine at night. To go hell for leather and be flying at 100% the whole day having all these screens and being bombarded with all this information constantly and then being expected to just sit, lay on, and loads of people lay on their phone and look on, and sorry, lay in bed and look on their phone 
And yeah. then to just expect to put your phone down and then lay there and fall asleep. Yeah. Kind of like asking yourself, you've just in your you've just mentally done a massive sprint and a marathon all day, and then you're expected to just wind down and just sit down and be chilled. It's not going to happen. So do you have a bedtime routine? Yeah, but it's it's a poor one. Um, I wouldn't say it's um it's time sensitive, so the time could be different, but I think since since Christmas. I've been having a bath in the evenings, which has been really good to chill me out. And when I have a bath, I read. Do you have the um, Do you have the rubber ducky song on while you're in the bath? I do, yeah, always. <laughs> I do actually. I do actually have a rubber duck that's like a rubber ducky. Um, it's, it's massive. You're the one. <laughs> we don't want to know about your massive duck in the bath, mate. Oh, it's not it's that like, kind of chat. It's literally. I don't know. It's um, probably about half a meter long it's big anyway enough you about haven't got a half a meter duck don't come on here giving Mate, me the i've I will got send, a half a I will meter send long you a duck. picture later <laughs> <laughs> Unbelievable. anyway but that's quite a new thing for me and that's happening because um i've had a bit more spare time and actually i've been quite achy so I've been having a bath, but yeah, I've been chucking in the reading with it. But normally, mate, my, my bedtime routine is I would come to bed and I would try not to go on my phone, but I do always listen to something in my ears. Um, and that's what, you're, that's what your ears are for. Yeah. That's but good. I don't think, and I, I do that because it helps me not think about other things sometimes. And it will be a podcast yeah. or it will be an audio book or something like that. But I need to now make this new habit, the meditation thing, and not that, and replace it, you know. But you're right, people don't, you know, and I, I don't have like a, a nailed-on routine. Um, I don't have a habit of doing something. But more in more recent times, since Christmas and being in lockdown and stuff, that, that has been uh, more of my routine. Yeah, so you need to consciously work out a routine, like not being on your phone after nine, meditate, read you need to slowly unwind and slow your mind down so that you can give yourself a chance of getting a good night's sleep yeah. imagine not in a week if you did that how much better you'd feel i mean sleep is so crucial for your body's like recovery it helps yeah. it helps with your home regulate your hormones and, and then that all affects how is that how you perform and your mood and everything i can yeah. i'm like a i'm like a small toddler if i don't get sleep i I go to pieces. I can't function. And it's, how, it's... how many hours would you say is a good amount of sleep for you? For me, yeah. Believe it or not, I'm, I'm normally if I don't set an alarm and I'm in a good place and I'm sleeping okay, I'll sleep eight nine hours. Um, I generally find my optimum is nine. A lot of people say wow. you need a, a minimum of seven, um, which I think is right. I mean, if I have five or six, that's not good for me. But for me personally. And especially when you're trying to, if you're doing workouts and trying to grow, as in get, mm. gain muscle mass and gain strength, you actually you stress the muscles in your workout, but it's actually your recovery time when you're resting and the muscle fibers rebuilding. That's when you're that's when you're asleep. You grow and repair when you're asleep, and you need to be asleep for that to happen. And it's really, really important. And it obviously helps everything in your life. Is we spend a third of our life in bed yeah so it's it's an important thing to get right i think my average sleep is not good i think i'm my average about five and a half hours well i know you go hell for leather all the time don't you <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
it's just it's it's switching off more than anything. It's what I yeah, it's what I need to make a habit is being able to um switch my mind off really. It's switching off and giving yourself a chance to switch off. Yeah. And it's also it's about instilling new good habits because people give up again we spoke about this last time about people give up when they're so close to achieving something but a lot of people don't even give themselves a chance to get sleep yeah and i know there can be deeper underlying issues that people probably need to go and see their gps for if they really need to get help but if you if you do do have a routine and have do what we're talking about earlier and then you'll give yourself a chance to have some sleep and part of that as well is using your body um especially now I mean, I, I fell off the wagon a little bit over Christmas, but the past couple of weeks I've been trying to go for a walk every day and working out three, four times a week. I already feel, even in a week, I feel so much better. And that in itself helps you sleep, I think, if you're just using your body. We're not designed as a species. We're not designed to sit in a chair for eight hours, 10 hours working, no. and then go and sit on a sofa for five hours in an evening watching Netflix. We're made to move. So if you use your body, your, then all your systems fire up, including your melatonin starts going properly, especially if you get, if you can get to the same, get to bed at the same time each night and try and wake up at the same time, that will also help getting your body into a routine so everything can have a chance to process properly and do what it's supposed to do ultimately. Repetition, repetition, repetition. Repetition. Well, it's a, this is the thing. I mean, and sp- speaking of repetition, we're now on the January repetition where it's a new year and everyone's going to get fit and they're going to do it this time. <laughs> wah, wah. So many people have really good intentions at this time of year. Yeah. I mean, if, do you have any fitness resolutions? Um, I haven't, to be honest because because i've been ill and it's kind of not knocked me out a little oh. bit i haven't done what i normally do and the thing is new year's resolutions new year's resolutions i mean you've had a bit of a discussion about this before where it's kind of like oh it's a new year well, this is expected of us and actually what i think a better way of doing um something that you might stick to is to first look at the last year and reflect and review because we don't often turn around, look backwards and think, right, I achieved this last year or I said I was going to achieve this and I didn't. Why didn't I? Is that not what I want to do? And I think New Year's resolutions people make because there's an expectation to make them. Um, But actually, I think the time could be used as a time of reflection and review to then build on what your wants should be for this coming year. Um, But I think just because, right, it's a new year, I didn't, I didn't achieve my fitness goal last year, so I'm going to achieve it now. I'm going to start now. It's, it's fine. It's, you know, it's, it's good. But we do know that people don't tend to stick with them. And I think you really have to plan for your year, which is something we're going to talk about as well, planning. Yep. But um, I think we shouldn't mention New Year's resolutions. We should um, create new wants. But it should be an ongoing process. It should be something that we're constantly um, reviewing, um, reflecting on and seeing what we have to do to achieve those wants. Um, and there's many ways you can put it together. For me, like I'm, I'm very visual. So my best way of achieving something is through pictures. 
So my wants, so what I do is I create a list and it will initially be words and it would be things that I want. And it could be the driving force for what I do in a career or um, um, from a fitness point of view. Um, but ultimately, it gets me this pride. This is what I want to achieve. And I then turn those words into pictures and then I put that board. So I'll create a visual want board. It's not a dream board. I don't like that idea at all because I am going to achieve these things. To be honest, like um, I've, I've put stuff on my want boards before, which people might have thought were not within my reach and I, I smash them. And you have to, I have to have it somewhere for myself. This is how I work. Everyone's different. I have to have it somewhere that I visually see it every day. And just through those pictures, they stick in my mind and they help me work towards what my wants are. That's brilliant. And that's talking, you know, that's tri triggering your mind, tapping into your power and the power of triggering your mind. So, I mean, and that's what they do with advertising and marketing and products, but anything where sure. you're thinking constantly getting embedded in your mind, that's perfect. I mean, loads of people do call it the dream board, but like you say, you're seeing those images and then turning that into positive, it's a triggering you to then turning that into a positive action. I guess, I guess what I don't like about the word dream board is people then have that in their brain. If they, if they were word smart, for instance, they would then think it's a dream. So it's not achievable. It needs to be something stronger than that, in in my opinion. It need that's why it's a want for me. It's a mm -hmm. it's something that is going to be achieved. It's it's the reason that I'm doing this. It's the reason that I'm actioning this. It's the reason I'm planning this, and it all comes down to that. And it, you don't when you create this um, manifestation, if you like. When you create this, you don't have to instantly have a plan for it, but you have to then start to plan towards it um, to, to achieving your wants because you create something that ultimately you're going to get and then you work your way backwards from it. But when you're initially manifesting it, when you're initially thinking that this is what I want this, this year or this six month or this three month, um, and then you work your way backwards. I mean, a bit like fitness goals, mate, right? Like, I want to look like this. Okay, so how do you look like that? Is that someone that's really lean? Is that someone that can run a marathon? Is that someone that needs to eat a very healthy diet, but up their calorie intake, you know? You'd work back from that image that you have in your head. Does that make sense? Yeah, totally. I mean, that's uh, part of what I wanted to ask and sort of talk about as well is off the back of of the visualizing it's the positive visualization but also there's another level to that that i've read about um which is actually you can do it in a meditative state but it's actually imagining and visualizing yourself and thinking that you've already achieved that goal already yeah and imagine how you'd feel living in that and make it feel real like it's already you have to imagine it's already happened because what your mind believes they say your body will follow that sounds a bit corny. Get a big slab of Dairy Lee cheese on that. Yeah. But to visualising yourself that you've already done it and achieved your fitness goal or whatever it is can really help you. I don't think. I think tapping into the power of your mind, people don't do enough, and it stems from what you're talking about at the start, at calming your thoughts and having being able to think clearly, almost like calming the waters and being able to see that what's underneath all that, see what's in the water, what's in your mind. 
can be really helpful. I mean, a lot of people struggle with fitness in terms of being able to actually do certain exercises. But if you think you can do it, your body will do it. But if you if you really, really think you can, obviously you need to have some basic fundamentals in place. If you say to a child, I bet you can't do this or you can't do that, they'll they'll be able to do it. Now, don't beat them down about it. But if my son's extremely competitive and if I if I need to get him to do something or it would benefit him to do something and I use that language, you can't do this. He'll be able to do it. And he won't stop until he's achieved it or he'll keep trying and trying and trying. Um, but yeah, I can't before you've even tried is, is, is what you've learned through your lifetime so far um, that you've told yourself it's absolute nonsense. It does, you know, I can't achieve something. Well, you have no idea, but because of the way you've lived your life up until this point, that's what you've taught your brain to act like. Um, and it's not true. It's, um, you know, it's self doubt and, a lot of people, everyone, I think, has some self-doubt for sure. And it's hard to retrain your brain. Um, but yeah, I can't. It's powerful on both ends, I think. Like, it, it can really stop you from achieving something. But actually, if some someone says to me that I can't do something or I can't achieve something, nothing gets fire in my belly more than that. Yeah, I've had it. I've had it the same. Um, people say... You know, I play bass as well, and I've had it before where someone will play a song and I'll go, oh, cool, I'm going to learn that. And they'll go, you'll never be able to play that. And I'll be <laughs> like, fucking see about that. Give me a fucking week, and then I'll come back and go, there you go. And they go, oh, bloody hell. Yeah. And it's like, it's nice sometimes to, as long as you can take that and turn it into a positive, then that's a win for you. But unfortunately, some people don't have that ability they take a negative or a negative comment and they run with it and then yeah again they're, they're feeding that negativity I've, i was going to talk about a friend of mine um kurt ray he's a an amazing physique athlete but he posted something really interesting on instagram yesterday i don't i don't I hope you don't mind if i read it out go for it you are prepared mate look at you i oh, know i'm well pro me but it ties in with what we're talking about here um Okay, he posted this story from Mindful Monday. That's an old Cherokee chief is teaching his grandson about life. A fight is going on inside me, he said to the boy. It's a terrible fight. It's between two wolves. One is evil. He is anger, envy, sorrow, regret, greed, arrogance, self-pity, guilt, resentment, inferiority complex, lies, false pride, self-doubt and ego. The other is good. He is joy, peace, love, hope, serenity, humility, kindness, benevolence, empathy, generosity, truth, compassion, and faith. The same fight is going on inside you and every other person. The grandson asked, which, will, which wolf will win? The chief replied, the one you feed most. And that's so poignant. Yeah. Exactly what we're talking about. Yeah. It's the thoughts that you have in your head will dictate your outcome. And like you're saying, going right back to the start, if you sit in your positive thoughts as much as you can, and it's much easier to be negative than it is to be positive. But if you challenge, this is where we're going to get into challenging yourself and taking yourself out of your comfort zone and mindset. If you challenge yourself to be positive and write down, right, today, I'm going to do these five positive thoughts, whatever they are, and I'm going to tick them off and I'm going to do them every day. 
till they become habit. That's the only way you instill a habit is to keep doing it. You know, you don't think about brushing your teeth. You don't think about it when you're driving your car. Mm -hmm. You don't think about all these things, but as long as you keep doing them, they will slowly become habit and then you'll start growing and achieving your goals and hitting your board. Not your dream board, though. <laughs> not your dream boards. Not, not your dream board. Wants. Wants and needs. But that's, that's kind of where motivation comes in because people think about, so I've just got to sort my brewer's droop out. There we go. I'm going <laughs> floppy. I'm going floppy. Can anyone help me with my floppiness? My <laughs> microphone. I might need a new mic stand. Um, about people being motivated and people are really motivated this time of year to start new things and try new things out. But motivation doesn't last. With the best will in the world, it won't. It can't. No one can keep motivation up to a high level constantly. You can't. I can't. Even top people can't. But it's taking those little actions that then you get a little result that then motivates you. It's like a little... The little everyone thinks they got to start with motivation then they get results it's like no you've got to start with action then you get results then you get motivation yeah it doesn't have to be much either like you say meditate every day for 10 minutes at once just do one or two things and slowly incorporate the new habits and you'll, you'll get into wins small steps add up to big journeys god i'm sponsored by dairy lee today i'm just, <laughs> I'm just bringing the cheesy comments but they're, they're, they're true you know so talking about planning and agendas and people's wants and stuff, what is on Dom's agenda? Because I've I've seen a couple of things, mate. I know you sent me your article earlier. So obviously you, you've you got something published in the um, Miss Sussex uh, County Times. And I've also seen that you've got merch. I didn't even know you had merch. And I went on your website and I had a proper nose and I was like, oh, hello, which looks very nice. Yeah, I've got some merch now. Um, I do that. A friend of mine, uh, Michael Ajoa, he's my was my personal trainer and well, kind of still is. I'm not currently training with him, but I will be at, again at some point. He put me onto it's a store called T Mill. Yeah. Um, and I they all the money goes to them. I think I get like a pound for every item sold or something. It's not a money making thing for me. But what I like about them is they use it's all ethically sourced materials. It's all, it's all cotton and they do buy a tea, plant a tree. So every time you buy a t-shirt, they plant a tree, which I really like. So that's why I use those guys. It's weird actually, you, um, you talking about, you know, you don't make, make much money off of um, merchandise. And I think that's not the power of it actually. Um, that not all payments are cash related or instantly going to make anyone profit or money and i think when people go into these things that that's the intention to make money straight away but actually when you're building a brand when you're building a business being able to get your name out there in any way or form that's what i that's what i figured i figured if it's not it's not about selling merch like a band would to try and make 10 no. for a t-shirt it's just if if two kids are wearing my t-shirt walking around London, then it's a win for me. That's yeah. As far as I'm concerned. Get some recognition, get your name out there. Yeah. But it does look very nice, mate. I like, I like, um, I like your designing colours anyway, but it looks good. Thank you. Um and also, mate, your, your newspaper article, is that gonna be something that's gonna be happening quite often? Is it was it a one-off? What's the plan there? Well, I, I approached 
loads of loads of papers and as you know as usual you have to just keep going i fired loads of emails out got nothing back and thought well that was a waste of time but hey ho at least i tried i keep going kept drawing i drew up a list of another load and then all of a sudden i got a reply from a really nice lady called jennifer at the mid sussex times and she was like sure fire an article over sent it over and i did it in november actually but it's only just come out now yeah um obviously they have to future again another lesson they're future planning ahead so they're already ahead of what they're doing um yeah she was really nice really helpful and yeah she said anytime you want to send us an article in send one in so i'm going to do aim at doing one a month just if i can send some put some information out there i mean that was just my seven tips about work getting back into working out but anything i can do just to help people just to get through training um, or make them feel better through fitness then that's what i'm going to try and do nice i think it's a really good idea mate um i read a read a quote the other day and it said uh, i don't know if i'm going to get this completely correctly it said success is failing multiple times without losing enthusiasm so you you know keep trying to get into a newspaper and keep getting knocked back or didn't hear back and then for it to eventually happen is it made me think of that quote but I quite like that one. That's a good quote. I mean, that's the thing. I mean, I think <laughs> I think for me, we need to play some Eye of the Tiger music. I think Rocky is my favourite quote where he said, life isn't about how, how how hard you get hit. It's about how hard you get hit and keep moving forward. That's a good one. I mean, we need to play <laughs> in the background, but yeah. I think the quote I used was Churchill as well, but I just... Um... Oh, get you. Are you smoking a big cigar right now? <laughs> no, not with his cough, mate. Mm, are you sure? Actually, no. And that's the other thing as well. It's like what we were talking about. And another thing I wanted to just touch on quickly is obviously you do the same in business and investing your time in your business and putting out some good into the business through good information and obviously providing a good service that's a cut, cut above the rest. Hey, so I did there. And um, but no, investing time for me as a personal trainer, investing your time in yourself always pays off. It's not yeah. a gamble. It's not going to be like, oh, just I put 20 quid on this horse and it didn't come in. And it's not the same speaking from a musical or art point of view. I could draw the best picture in the world or what I think is the best picture in the world, or I could write an amazing song. But if no one hears it, no one knows about it. It doesn't mean that I'm rubbish, but I've put all that time into effort into something and it hasn't come back because it's really difficult. But if you invest in your time and work out three times a week, start meditating, eating right, you will feel better and you'll win the game, so to speak. Yeah. Hundy PC, guaranteed. That's <laughs> never, yeah. ever not going to come in, you know? And yeah. It will, it, it, you're, it's a win-win, always. It's not yeah. like gambling on anything else or taking a chance or trying to break through in music or anything like that. It will always win. Always. 100%. Sorry, Hundy PC. So, Dom, what is what is on your agenda for the future now? What's, um, what's your next steps um, in your business? Is there anything you want to share that you're working on or is it an ongoing process? Well, you, you may be able to help me with some advice here because at the moment... Obviously, given the current situation, I'm trying to transition as many of my clients. Um, 
I do virtual PT sessions, but I'm trying to transition as many of my clients online to online training. Yeah. Um, at the moment, that's my goal for my business, and to keep growing my brand, to keep getting it out there. Um, I'm trying to hit the social media, which again, one day you'll post something, it gets one like, post something again another day, and it gets 38 likes. It's all sort yeah. of low numbers, but it's just slowly building and growing your following. I posted a piece of content on Sunday. Um, someone sent me a video. It's two surfers. And the first video is a guy in these massive waves and he's leaping around and it's all amazing. Second guy is a drunk bloke falling over in the shallows and his bum comes out, you know? Yeah. Um, And the original post was Red Bull versus beer. So I just changed it to 2019 versus 2020. Yeah. And whacked it on my Instagram and I just, I didn't think anything of it. And then I looked later on and I was like, I'm normally happy if I get like 50 views on a video. Yeah. I normally get like 50 views and five likes or something, which is cool. If it's reached somebody and they're happy with it, that's great. So far, it's just got just under 3,000 views. Wow. Like, what, what the hell? It's just suddenly gone nuts. And I'm getting all these comments from people in like Japan and all over the place, and people are tagging their friends in. And it obviously struck a chord yeah. with people. Um, so I'm going to try and keep growing my brand on social media basically and and just try and help as many people as I can. I'm trying to put tips and advice and quotes and just try and point people and steer people in the right direction really. And obviously ultimately grow my client base. If I can't grow my clients, then my business won't survive. That's what what it's got to ultimately be all about. I don't want to disappear down a rabbit hole of social media because that's all really cool. And it's a way to grow your business and have a presence, but ultimately I need to be there to help people. That's my my big thing this year is helping people. Um, and I've evolved into my, my tagline now. Yeah. I help busy professionals over the age of 30 gain functional strength in 90 days without the gym. Nice. It's a clear message, mate. Well, I'm really passionate about body weight workouts and you don't yeah. need the gym. I mean, everyone goes yeah. on about the paleo diet and how great it is. Brilliant. But there's also a way of working out, which stems back thousands of years to like the Romans yeah. and the Spartans and all that. They all got struck. You've seen the statue of Adonis and all these things. They're all from the classical civilizations. Well, yeah, well, true. They all use push-ups and pull-ups and stuff, and it's really good for you. So that's my plan. I think it's really good that you've found your niche, if you like. There's no point trying to appeal to everyone because you, you we can't really, is, is the truth of it. Um, but finding a niche which you can then become a, a real expert on is really, really good. And it gives you a clear vision of where your brand is going and who you're approaching. And I think that's really important when you're creating a business that you know what your target audience is. So that is a really, really good thing, mate. And I think the other thing with your social media, I've been terrible on social media recently, mainly because I've been ill. I've been struggling to come up with content. We haven't been in the shop. We haven't been doing hair. So I've really got to start working on some things yeah. moving forward. Um, but going back to your scenario, you're very good at, at doing it. So you're consistent. The other thing is your followers engage. So it a lot 
um, a lot of the time, if you have like 100,000 followers, for instance, um, the amount of those followers that engage in terms of a percentage is very, very small. And then out of that percentage, the ones that actually help your business move forward is even smaller. So I, I don't think anyone should get annoyed that they don't get a huge amount of views or likes or whatever um, it's the engagement you're looking at really mm-hmm. um, so look at your statistics and see how many people are actually seeing the post which is important but i think the percentage of people that interact with you um, you always get comments which is really really good so you are interacting you're you're asking questions as well and involving um your potential clientele into your ideas and um way of thinking so I think you're nailing it, mate. And and the other thing is, like, because you're making it a, a daily routine, and there there is that um, point of repetition, you will get someone that you nail, you absolutely nail, like you have, where there's been um, a huge amount of interaction. And I think the reason that has come about is because you've hit the nail on the head of being current. The subject matter that you chose was very very current for what everyone's mind is thinking at that moment in time um and that's why that one was really successful um so still um try and put out there what your message is but to make it current you know it's obviously struck a chord there's a lot of talking chris sorry i just threw up all over you no i like i like it when you throw up on me and it's really appreciated i'm just gonna have to invest heavily in wet wipes going forward i think to clean this mess (laughs) up right now no, it's really kind. I really appreciate it. And, you know, I'd like to talk, we can talk more definitely next time about business. And what is your plan for your business this year? I mean, obviously, my God, COVID, how do you get, how do you challenge and get through that for your business? Because you can't even trade right now. Yeah, exactly. We keep getting hit in the gut um, and there's nothing we can do about it. So I've got to stop worrying I've got to just make sure that the business is going to be um, sound and that we'll get to the next point where we can reopen. But um, in these times where I've got um, spare time, I mean, I'm homeschooling and looking after the kids and so on and so forth. But something we've been working towards is the academy. And it's, it's something that we really want to achieve as a business. And currently, Laura, who does an amazing job with our apprentices, is going through her course so she can teach people to get a qualification so we're giving her that qualification at the moment so she's going through that process once that's happened our next step is to be able to offer apprenticeships um, where other salons and barbershops would send their apprentices to us and we would teach them practicality Um, and we're teaming up with another academy that's going to handle the theory side of things and that is something we'll work towards as well but the big picture, mate, the big dream for the academy, um, this is obviously going to be the beginning. We really want to have a premises that could operate full time and we could take on, like I said, people's apprentices. But we could also take on people that want to learn the skill from scratch that are maybe, you know, more mature or want a career change. And we could do an intense course with them as well. But there always has to be a why. And the reason why is we really want to get people employed in this industry after they've been qualified. It's a real difficult one that everyone wants this experience. And maybe people aren't getting 
to the standard they need to be where they're employable. And it is, it's difficult. And every industry has the same issues, I think, no matter if you're going to, you know, do an apprenticeship to be an electrician or whatever. Um, people are like, well, how much experience have you got? Well, I haven't got any. And they don't really give you a chance. But I really want to try and put all our efforts into creating something that really puts these people in a good position moving forward and, and to get a job. Because ultimately, that's why you want to, you know, change careers is to then be successful in the um, industry you've chosen. So that's what we're working on. That's what I'm working on um, behind the scenes at the moment is trying to move forward with that. We also, um, people that work in the industry already that maybe don't do a lot of barbering, for instance, so maybe there's a, a salon that want to start doing more men's, men's hair because it's a forever growing um, part of the market. We forever growing. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. They might want to brush up on a few skills or introduce everyone being able to fade and stuff like that. Well, some people don't do men's hair, they only do women's and maybe want to look at that. So that's another aspect to it as well. So... Hundy PC. Hundy PC. Hundy PC. Oh, I think that's really important, though. And it's like what you're saying there is awesome because like when you learn to drive... We learn, sorry, when you get your license to drive, all mm. you've learned to do is pass the driving test. You haven't learned how to drive yet. You do that afterwards. And it's the same like when I retrained to become a personal trainer. I got my level three qualification. And it's like, brilliant. I've got my ticket. Where now? I mean, they do arm you with certain skills. But what you're saying there is brilliant. If you can give people the knowledge that they can then apply yeah. get a job and employ in their day-to-day working lives that's the thing knowledge without application is completely pointless but if you can give those people the knowledge to go and do those things that's really really cool yeah and I, i'm i never want to feel like i i, I don't want to think that i'm beating up on colleges or anything like that because they do a great job but it it's purely based in the college you're not going into a workplace which is another step you know it's quite different i think that apprenticeships are a really good way forward because you get to experience the shop. But I think once people qualify, there almost needs to be another bit, another six months that's added on where you're really brushing up on those skills, but people are still aware that you're learning. I think that needs to become part of the apprenticeship that's, that's, that's added on. It's not like, oh, you've got your qualification now, there's the floor. It needs to be like, right, this guy is fresh, he's new. He needs, you know, longer periods of time for his haircuts. He still needs to get consistent and things like that. I don't think it should be like, well, there's a cutoff point. See you later. Go and get a job somewhere if you've yeah. finished college or, you know, because also in apprenticeship, some people might take on the apprentice because they need the help in the shop. Once that apprentice qualifies, there might not be space for them to actually be a stylist or a barber. And that's the end. And then you've got to go and find a job as well. So um, I think, yeah, being employable off the back of um, learning a new skill set is is something of a grey area that that needs addressing. And I'm I'm hoping that we can we can create um, a really good stepping point for people to um, yeah start their careers and stuff. But it's it's a big it's a big picture. Um, it's on the want board for um, for sure. And it's going to take time, but we, we're putting in um, a lot of the planning now that we've got the time to do it. Yeah, that's awesome, mate. And that's, um, I think that's what, well, again, you've, thank you for your compliments about me and my mission, but that's the same. You're doing the same. You're finding 
you've identified an area of your business or your industry, sorry, that needs addressing. So you found a niche in your market where people need your help and you can give them that help. And ultimately, same as personal training, yes, I need to make a living to pay my bills and feed myself. And ultimately you do too. But ultimately you're helping people and arming them with the skills and knowledge to grow and develop and move forward so they can have a long sustainable and profitable career themselves and i think that's a really nice thing it's almost you know pay it forward it's passing that knowledge on and not you could you could be like well look i'm the best barber in the uk right i've got this virtual award getting it again this year i'm at the top of my game i'm going to sit on my gold mountain see you later but you're not your you've identified that you have a certain set of skills um, and if I find you, I will kill you. So I've gone into my taken there. Did you see what I did there? <laughs> now you've identified that you've got knowledge to to impart onto impart onto other people, and I think that's really nice because a lot of people don't do that. I think that's what's that saying? If you put good into the world, good will come back to you. Yeah, I think is really important as well. And in terms of um, both of our businesses as well, it's it's really it's really good that we can find something where we can help people and actually that's more of our focus than the financial gains. Obviously we need that as part and parcel of it, but the reason you do something, the reason you want to do something, I think should have a true meaning. It can't always be a money focused exercise. No, don't think it works like that. I think you've got to give to gain. And if, if the giving is, you know, the main aspect of your business, I think that's a great thing. I think that's a nice thing though and it kind of goes against I think that's the way business is evolving now um yeah I think you're right businesses are there to help people rather than tap put their arm around them on one hand and then empty their wallet with the other hand it's not where it's at anymore and the whole I think people are fed up with the whole capitalist system and things are getting more now we're all here to help each other out and that's a nice I think that's a really nice message to have especially if you can help Especially for me, I know I can relate to that as being an older person trying to get into a young man's industry. Um, if you can pass knowledge on to people that do want to retrain and have a new career, then that's awesome. And especially, at, you know, our age, one of my age people, I think it is changing now. But there was a time when you go 40 plus, that's you done. People aren't going to give you a second chance at a career. People are in jobs for the long time, but not now. I think people... It's more transient now and people can move around, but they stand a much greater chance of success if they've got the right knowledge and skills behind them and feeling like they've got you behind them in their corner, pushing them forward and giving them support they need as well, especially if it's an ongoing six-month apprenticeship. That's really, really good, really positive. Yeah. I like it. Well done, you. There you go. Right, mate. I, I think we've been talking for way past what we were supposed to talk about again. <laughs> what? 30 minutes. You're going to have to do a lot of editing again, mate. Oh, my good God. Yes. We've got, we've got an hour We've got an hour this time. But, um, yeah. Yeah, there were some other things I wanted to talk about, but I'll too, save but... them for next time. I've still yeah. got three bits of paper. I've got loads of stuff written on that I haven't used, so that's great. We've got episode three already done. So. Perfect. Um... <laughs> what I would say, anyone's mm-hmm. listening, we would love you to, if you've, if you've enjoyed listening to us, we, me and Don would really appreciate if you would 
mind sharing that enjoyment on social media you can um just click on the spotify and you can you can share the podcast and people can then click on it and and it will send them straight to the link that would be amazing hundy pc hundy pc i mean if if jeff and hannah in lincolnshire can big up the lincolnshire massive that would be really really appreciated but yeah 100 percent. imagine we actually do find someone called jeff we should make that part of our motive well i think episode I think we'll aim at that as a as a celebration. Once we get, we could do like episode ten, the quest for Jeff, and we'll we'll just talk about Jeff for an hour. So we'll, we'll lay that down now. <laughs> All right, done. That's it. Episode ten is the quest for Jeff. So you, people need to stick with this now, and we'll get to episode ten, and we can have a celebration of. In fact, what we'll do for an hour is just talk about various Jeffs. You know, there's Jeff. We could talk about Jeff Goldblum. We'll just start there, and we'll just go around Jeffs. He's um, the he's the ultimate Jeff. Jeff Goldblum. The, what, what he is the Lord of the Jeffs. Yep. He is Lord of the Jeffs. He's he's a very strange guy, but he's just I don't know. He's just cool, isn't he? Oh, he's amazing. Have you seen him play piano? Yeah, he's got he's had a few albums out, hasn't he? He's just oh, he's just on another level. That bloke. Yeah, we could try and you know perhaps if Jeff's listening, Mister Goldblum. Yeah. <laughs> We'd Come love on. to get you on Come for episode on show, 10, Ultimate Jeff. Yeah. We'll talk about you for an hour. We'll do it. <laughs> we should just do it anyway without him there, and then he might listen to it. We'll just hound his DMs. It gives me a bit of time. What I could do is be really clever, and I'll go through his films like The Fly and Jurassic Park and stuff, and I'll find some segments of him talking, and I'll cleverly edit it into our conversation so it sounds like we're having a chat with Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> Very good. Very good. <laughs> there you go. Oh, thank you very much, Mr. O'Sullivan. You too, um, mate. And I'm sorry you were poorly, and I'm glad you're getting better. Oh, I'm on the mend, mate. I'm on the mend. But I would say if anyone, you just, yeah, be safe. I think this new strain really does travel fast. It's very easy to get, is what I would say. And it, it isn't very nice. I've, I feel that I'm relatively healthy, but it wasn't It wasn't fun. And also the isolation is not fun. It's important that we get out and go for a go for a walk and stuff and uh, not being able to do that isn't fun either oh, i can imagine well i'm glad you're on the mend and um cheers mate big up big up the grizzlies massive we'll do we'll get one of them on i think we should get one of them on soon they'll probably say no <laughs> yeah, they'll all just go do you want to come no thanks i think you two are a couple of bellends i can't even listen to your podcast for now i'm not going <laughs> to chat with you all right mate all we'll right, keep mate. getting better look after yeah. yourself We'll Don't do forget, you, people, mate. thank you for listening. And um, check out Chris at his website for Grizzlies in Horsham. Give him some support and keep sharing his business on social media because he needs your help right now. Yeah, have a great day. And you can check me out at uh, domladpt.com. And uh, we'll be back in a couple of weeks. Thank you.